0: Would, you, Would watch you watch it? it? I'd, watch I'd watch it. it. You're, listening You're listening to DocuNope. Doc nope. Hi! <laughs> Hi! Uh, welcome to DocuNope, a brand new podcast. I'm your host, story Greenberg. This is our very first episode. Uh, whether you came to this podcast on purpose or on accident or by plane or by train, <laughs> we are so excited and grateful to have you here. So what is DocuNope? This is where we are going to be analyzing quasi-educational documentary films slash series with a comedic Lens. So, if you know the podcast, How Did This Get Made? Fantastic podcast. It's like that, but for lame, nerdy documentary content on streaming services. These are all things you can watch on Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon Prime, all very accessible. It's the kind of programming that so many people are watching, but nobody's really talking about when they're like chatting it up at work or at parties. It's not like, oh man, I watched the sickest movie about the history of the number two pencil. It's fucking tight. Like, nah, it's not that way. This ain't Westworld. (laughs) So does this mean we're talking about watching Guilty Pleasures? Yeah, in a way. I think so. Um, Also, this is the kind of programming that usually makes my boyfriend audibly groan and his eyes roll back into his head He's like, oh god, why? Uh, hence, why this is called Docu. Nope. But deep down, we're more like Docu. Yes! Yeah, Um, Some quick notes for you. If you're expecting a thoroughly researched and expert handling of some of the topics we're going to be talking about, sorry, you're going to be disappointed, but hopefully entertained anyway. Uh, If you have any comments or concerns or have any suggestions for documentaries you want us to talk about, email docunope at gmail.com. That's D-O-C-U-N-O-P-E at gmail.com. Also, this is not a PG-rated show. We're going to be talking about everything under the sun with very colorful language, so if you're a bitch-ass prude or a child under the age of 10, now is a good time to turn this off. Um, Okay, a little about myself. I am an on-camera personality. My name, again, is Dory. Um, I was also... Uh, Recently a creative producer at Mashable, but was given the boot when I was deemed invaluable and talked about her camel toe too much on air. Um, So now I'm just freelance talent and I'm just so desperate for work, but instead of working, I'm doing shit like this that makes zero money. I'm also doing this podcast because of my anxiety. My therapist literally told me to do it. I struggle with anxiety and uh, I'm following through with projects and ideas because of it and Uh, Hopefully that's not the case anymore, so shouts out to my therapist, Hannah, (laughs) and also shouts to some really good friends of mine who are here to make sure I don't back out on this venture. I am joined today by two of my best friends in the whole world, Christina and Neil Anand. Yeah, they're married what of it Yeah, <laughs> yes welcome y'all so neil is a very special pooper guest pooping all over the place and christina is gonna be my my sidekick my jason Manzucas to my paul Shear. i'm here to stay hey, here she is here she is we've known each other since we were wee little babies in college yeah,
1: like 15 years yeah oh god that's long right since 2006 how many years is
0: that? That's entirely too many, to yeah. too many to count. Too many to count. Too many to count right now. do co- we pass our 20-year mark? No. No. Again. No,
1: it's not, it's not the year 2026, although almost.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny that we should be talking about fucking up math because... <laughs> uh, we met in math
1: class, yeah. We, we met, met in freshman calculus.
0: Right. Yes. And that's even more apropos... Yes. Because. Oh, it is. Oh, you're right. Oh, I It's so right, because oh today we're going to be talking about the genius of George Bull.
1: Boo. 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 <laughs> Boo. Oh, yeah. Boo. Neil and I were literally saying that to each other for the entire watching this
2: documentary. Back and forth. Just boom. You're doing it in, you got to do it in the George, the Jeremy Irons voice.
0: We're getting ahead of ourselves. But for, for the listening audience, we're talking about a documentary, a TV, made-for-TV documentary called The Genius of George Bull. Uh, we watched it on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's about a man named George Bull. Bull. <laughs> and I, every time we say bull like that, you have to take a shot, by the <laughs> way. Um, he was an Irishman. Son of a cobbler and father of modern information technology, unbeknownst to himself. Um, Or was he Irish? Oh boy, was he freaking Irish. Um, (laughs) He was also completely irrelevant for like a full century. (laughs) Yes.
1: Oh yeah. A full century. I would argue still irrelevant.
0: But no, but see, it's not because what he did led to things that are crucial. Led to. Led to to everyone's everyday lives, but at the time he was kind of he was hype. Um, anyway, just some quick facts. He was hype. He was hype. (laughs) I hype on him, but I feel like he's not hype explicitly. Okay, but like here's here's like an example of how
2: hype he was. Wait, right? wait, we should explain what he did. Okay. Also, explain who I am.
0: Oh wait, Neil, oh my god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> wait, Neil, I know Neil because when I had a radio show uh on WTBU, the beat of Boston University, where yes, Christina was also me, my co with me. Hi. I'm still here
2: forever. Um,
0: I met Neil because he came on my radio show when he was a rapper.
2: I was. I was a rapist. A rapist. <laughs> I committed rap on many a person. I was a witness. Yikes.
0: Yeah, I was. We were accessories. Fucking yikes! Not the right year for that. 2018.
2: No, 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 no. Not a good year for rapping, people. Oh, no. that's a bad.
0: It's a bad. Um, but yeah, no, Neil is fantastic, and I'm sorry I didn't give you. We got like really into the George Bull. We got like super. Okay. You guys
2: were booing. You were looking in each other's eyes. What else? What
0: else do you want the world to know about you?
2: I just love um, long walks on the beach. Aww. Love my wife. <laughs> love my cats world peace love world peace meta world peace I'm ambivalent about George Boole
0: no you're not yeah. I'm no, fine really about is. him really I is. think
2: Ugh. he's wait honestly, so let's explain what George Boole does okay yeah okay I'll leave it to the pro okay. here let's do this so
0: George Boole, here's here's like a good way to picture it. Bula. If you want to build a computer or put a rocket into space or even make a phone call, you need binary code. You need the ones and the zeros, which is based in Boolean logic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The ones and the zeros are because of George Boole.
1: It's, like, the choice between, like, zero is no and
0: one is yes, right?
1: Or true or false.
0: Everything, the the whole basis of Boolean logic is everything can be boiled down into yes or no, true or false, one or zero. Exactly. But all machinery uses Boolean logic, not just, like, computers and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Listen, it's, it's pivotal. So... Um, more, just a little bit more overview about this documentary. It was released in 2017, so pretty recent. It originally aired on RTE, the PBS of Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? You know, you guys don't know about RTE.
1: <laughs> wait, why didn't they get an Irish actor to narrate this? Why Jeremy Irons? Okay, okay wait,
0: wait. So let's talk about Jeremy Irons, because then Let's talk about him. I love him so okay. much. Okay. Borgia. He is the old Pope. For those of you who don't immediately know who Jeremy Irons is, no, you all know Jeremy. Okay, he, I have some tidbits about him. He is an accomplished human. Yes, he's like a member of the British Order and he has like an Academy Award, right? He's almost so close to an EGOT. He's got an Emmy, he got a Tony, he got an Oscar. What and he missing? missing a Grammy. Oh, so he's an Itō. Yeah, he's. They call him a triple crown. I think that's what they call them. They won. They want a Grammy. Um. So and and also, well, he won an Emmy for doing voiceover for Big Cat Diaries. Shut your mouth! I have to watch that. Oh. We have to add that to the queue. Well, you know, I love cheetahs. Yeah, Big Cat so. Diaries
1: next episode.
0: Yeah, like, but, and also like Scarfman. He's a very cat-like person. He has like a lot of similar. He was Scar. Yeah, that's he's, right.
1: He's got a very mischievous
2: feline-like.
0: Yeah. My favorite Jeremy
1: Irons is Borgias. I agree.
0: Well, so my favor- favorite Jeremy Irons that I didn't <laughs> no, even we're just know
1: sorry about Jeremy Irons.
0: <laughs> no, cuz he's like he's the selling point of this integral. whole thing. Yeah. He's the narrator for this and he also narrated Spaceship Motherfucking Earth in Epcot. He is the voice Oh, really? Yes. i totally written
2: that. And like,
0: yes, like that is the ride that you go on to take like a quick nap in the middle of your Disney it's day. It's just a
1: cool place to
0: rest. It's a cool place to take a nap. It's like, it's hot outside? Mm. Go to spaceship? Like, yeah, that's I know what's up. But he also he has a castle. He owns a castle. That it's called Kilco Castle and it is in Island? Cork, Ireland. Oh, county! Boy, this is all taking place.
2: It's called Kilco Castle?
0: K-I-L-C-O-E. It's yeah. probably some, uh, you're probably saying okay. it wrong with our American so accent. It's not time. like
1: a
2: killing company.
1: Interesting. So no. he, lives, he lives in the county where this took place, so that's why they picked
0: him. I guess?
1: There have got to be Irish people they could have picked.
0: But it's like, how, what is he doing? What is it, What is he not doing? where he's available to do narration for this. He's
2: obviously living in a murder castle like H.H. Holmes. <laughs> so maybe he's
1: maybe he's like connected to George Bull cuz he lives there. And he's like, he like went to like the University of Cork and like visited. And was, like, oh my god, I love Cork. Can I just say yeah. that like the thing that stood out to me the most was that everyone at the University of Cork or whatever the fuck that university is called <laughs> is jizzing
0: their pants. Okay, oh, okay. yes, Wait, let's talk okay. about that. Let's talk about that what because the fuck? it's called the university, university one of Cork. to sleep with. Him. It's called University College Cork or UCC, and I was gonna bring that up because uh, yeah, they really are milking him for everything he's worth.
2: Oh yeah, there's a bull tour every day at three p.m. That's weird. Right there's down a be an
0: actor, and also, like,
1: top of the program, ten minutes in, and one of the guys is like, I walk by George Boole's house every day. Yeah, I'm like, by that's it. fucking weird, well, bro. So you mean Emmanuel Pellucci? Yes, if yes. I was a ghost of George <laughs> Boole, I'd be like, bro, back off. Um, wait, we're going to get back to Emmanuel
0: Pellucci, because okay. I want to talk about yeah, him. A wait, and stuff. is this sperm <laughs> scientist who dresses <laughs> like a sperm? Yes, the
2: one who leans into the camera like this, but, the lizard man. Why he like that?
0: So, okay, but getting back, so... UCC, not only does this dean, like, wear too long of a tie and just, like, lose his shit over George Bull. they He have creams his <laughs> pants. I
1: mean, honestly.
0: <laughs> they have a year-long parade with lectures and conferences and art exhibitions and a partnership with MIT. And they're going to publish his genealogy and his Fucking biography. Fucking hell. And, yeah, and there's a Bull tour with some dude that t- dresses up like George Bull. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, the dress-up guy is
2: good. Not as good as the reenactor of George Bull, but Can I, we I'm talk assuming about the I'm assuming that'll come up as well. <laughs> we we're
0: we're, we're going to talk about him. Okay. We're going to talk about him. But getting back to this, like jizz fest about oh, George yeah, Bull at the university. So I feel like sometimes we, because we all went to Boston University, right? And I feel like mm-hmm. sometimes they did that a little bit with Martin Luther King Jr.
1: Yes, even though he only went there for like fifteen months. Yes. Like one second. I always
0: want to say he went there for rabbinical school and that's not he it. Did, uh, <laughs> little
1: fact, he's a rabbi. Oh it's my
2: god, Rabbi, rabbi Martin. <laughs> it's
0: rabbi
1: King. Rabbi Neil. King. Jeez. That's right.
0: That's rabbi right. King. Oh, you gotta go to his house for nice. Passover, the Satyr is <laughs> to die. So what you're saying is that they
1: tout him out because he's the only celebrity they've discovered.
0: Right, and so is is there something weird about that? Yes.
2: I I don't think so. And you don't think so. Here's why. Uh-huh. All right. BU had multiple people, multiple celebrities that rolled through BU. Gina mm-hmm. yeah. Davis? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Gina Davis, total slut. Same Jean. on that's par it. with MLK
0: yeah. Jr. Ju- yeah. Gina Davis. <laughs> Gina Davis.
2: MLK Julianne Jr. Moore, same. Right? Yeah, Julianne Moore. I don't know if that's true or not. No, yeah, that's it is. true. Yeah, and Jason Alexander. Great. Yeah. Okay, so we've and already Mark come Maron. up with five. Can you name another one that went to University College Cork? Nope. County Cork! They have the one. They've just got the one guy.
0: What's his name? Boo. Boo.
2: <laughs> and this was. He, he lived from 1815 to 1864. Neil took serious notes. I got, got pages. He you, you so notice. much for I took notes too, but not yeah. so serious.
0: No, no, no. I really appreciate that. I think everybody I, I, listening appreciates it too.
2: I went to Boston University.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. We all. Went to
2: Boston University. Go terriers! At,
0: at, that, at that point in the documentary, I wrote,
1: "I love all these Irish cl- crazies." The bull festival, the t-shirts, the door. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, I wrote down lots of yellowing teeth and sweater vests.
0: Oof! Yeah, like the teeth. I was actually um, pretty. Cool with the teeth, considering <laughs> there's a lot game. of UK residents. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the reenactor because that is one of the like, uh, He's, back up a little he bit. Comes yeah. So, fast. So, we're gonna be like evaluating this on like a number of categories we're gonna get to at the very end of the show, but one of them is reenactors. So, your thoughts? Oh my god,
1: where do I begin? Do I begin with him looking directly into the camera 99% of the time, or do I start with his gravity defying haircut that was yeah. a bull cut but yeah. also just a it, short haircut? It, it, it,
2: it was a bull cut. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Got him, baby. It was not It was bull a bull cut. cut. That was like an alley Oh, it that's going to be, be the name cut. of the
0: episode. Bull, bull cut. That's going to be a bull cut. Bull, bull cut. Bull cut. Well, so my takeaway, and we're going to get to yours now.
2: No, it's no, exactly. Yeah, my
0: takeaway, and you might have the same note, is how little the reenactor smiled. He didn't even smile when he, he discovered. He just looked into the
2: camera. Whoa. He lived, he lived a work of toil. But, but even when he discovered invariance, nope didn't say it. Yeah, no. Nope. And and when he had to but support you know his many do, children,
1: you know what he did do is Avenger style magic hands where math came out. Oh, beautiful <laughs> that, mind! He just like waved his hands and equations flew out of his fingers. So
0: that's an, that's another thing we're gonna evaluate on is like directing choices and style. A lot of choices,
2: oh. <laughs> you know, before this this podcast came about and, and you let me know these are the, the things that we, we're gonna judge it on. Content yeah. and budget, yeah. reenactors, yeah. quality music. Yeah. I, I wrote down quality here, nine out of ten.
0: <laughs> wow,
1: Jesus. I mean, I agree. It but is it a well budget.
2: produced documentary.
1: It's a yeah. really, really weird reenactor.
2: True, not but, but okay. it's the casting. Not, okay, the but not
1: only does he not look like George Bull, and he doesn't have the How same. like George he, Because they have a fucking painting of him, and he has chops and gray hair, and this guy doesn't have chops. They could have given him chops. And has like a weird medieval, like undercurled yeah. Renaissance <laughs> fair, like friar cut. What the that's exactly what it looked like. So it's,
2: weird. It was like a like dark ramen hair. <laughs> Uh, it's like but curled only in the under.
1: His bangs are curled with a tight barrel. <laughs>
2: yeah, it was definitely a fryer thing going on. A little fryer tuck.
0: Yeah.
1: And he just looks right into the camera, just right into it. No smiling. Well, let's
0: talk about very quickly um, about why he may have looked so bad. And that's because... George Bull, when he was, like, at the height of his prominence, was, like, smack dab in the middle of the Irish potato famine. Oh, the yes. potato famine! Which, like, Cork, Ireland was hit, like, really, really hard
1: by. Yes, but he was anti-potato famine. As he said, he was like, there's corn in the fields and fish in the sea, you fuckos. What are you doing with potatoes? Right.
0: But, it's like, if you look up the potato famine on Wikipedia, it's like people were, it was affected because of, like, religious beliefs. Because you can yes. only own, you like, couldn't certain-
1: couldn't eat wheat yeah. on certain days, Yeah. Yes, that's true.
2: Weird. Well, he starts getting into this when he's mixing it up with the upper echelon in 1849.
1: Yes. But he's not mixing it up with the other echelon. He, like, abandons it. No, no, but, but he, he tries to. He yeah, tries he mixing it up with them. Yes. This is this like is a after poor, a work of he's toil. He's a poor cobbler's son, and he, like, tries to...
2: Right. Hmm. Should we should we go through his like his thing because he wasn't always yeah. upper echelon. He started, oh no, he, he I would argue
0: he never was. Yeah. Upper echelon. Yeah, that's I actually agree. true. Yeah, he was he never, never upper it. echelon. He, didn't make it. he
2: flirted with it. Yeah, and then blamed the potato famine on uh, logic.
0: Yeah, as Holobotic. did his
2: cork dorks. I wrote down <laughs> cork dork says potato famine has to do with <laughs> broken logic. <laughs> cork
1: dork. Oh, cork so it's dork. like,
0: but it's, it's not. So he wasn't poor, but he was. so... Okay? Yeah. That's one thing, because, like, listen, at age 25, like smart, yeah. at age fucking 25, he invented an entire new branch of mathematics called invariance theory, which asks the question, if you have an object in math, and you perform a math transformation on that object, what stays the same, and what changes? And, and Lord David, who is, uh, uh, wait, no. he was, like, one of the commentators who's a lord, and he called this, quote-unquote preposterous <laughs> <laughs> that he, mm-hmm. he did this at 25. And at age 35, literally never had a high school or college education, applies to be a professor at University College Cork, then Queens College, by submitting letters of recommendation from, like, the top math mm-hmm. and science minds of the day. Straight yes. up stunting. Yes. Yes. That was a good montage.
2: Very true. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't uh, appreciated in his lifetime, but he... he did these amazing things. He yeah. did these amazing things in his time. It's kind of amazing.
1: I yeah. think he was, like, definitely a child genius, but I contest his, how important County Cork makes him out to be. So, yeah. It's, it, but what else do they have? Well, e- I mean, that's true, but I just feel like it's the same as, like, celebrating like the inventor of bricks you know it's like <laughs> oh we're gonna get i'm a look of a documentary Do you, about but bricks you know what i mean like yeah. it's not even like the first computer or the first like machine processing system it's just like yes or no
2: oh listen with a, as the person in the beginning rule, of the I'm movie sorry. says without george brule there would be no google the person, no Amazon, uh, jeremy no irons No Google, no Amazon, no Intel
0: I I debate that, I think somebody would have figured it out Also, just like a quick little tease Um, I want everyone to If you haven't seen this documentary Which you totally should um, This is what it sounds like to have Jeremy Irons Narrate this thing Just take a listen Good.
1: Today, everything from how we live Work, eat, sleep, shop To how we play Relies on mathematics Splish (laughs) Georgia <laughs> <laughs> <Split. laughs> He's got a great
0: voice He's got a fantastic voice Like that's gonna make Anything sound Amazing Crazy and interesting So good and Even George Bull If Jeremy Irons Sees importance in it Maybe you should too Christina
1: Maybe they just focused a little too much on the university creaming on George Boole and not enough on, like, who the fuck was George Bull? Like, he had, like, all these kids, and at the end they were like, he had nine kids, goodbye! And I
2: was yeah, okay. like, wait, what? So, yeah, they definitely go into his, like, his family life a lot at the end, but I think it it kind of bookends what his beginning was like. Like, his family life in the beginning, I wrote down that his his father was a literate shoemaker, meaning a a literate shoemaker. He he was an astrologer. He he inherited his father's appetite for knowledge. His father fostered his son's talent. He mastered languages by 14 years old. So he had all these amazing skills, but then the father, John Boole loses his business mm-hmm. to his intellectual pursuits. And now he has his kid be the the sole breadwinner for the family. Yeah. So he had to, he had to become this person. He had to take over his father's intellectual pursuits and, Basically, carve it and make it and become the successful person. But he never became a successful person. Yeah, not in the traditional sense. He, never he got was that not money. like a dance mom. He's like a, <laughs> he's a dance mom. He's like a he's like a nerdy oh. dance mom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, of, of during the Irish potato famine. As much as you can be. The
2: potato dance. Potato <laughs> famine. Wait,
1: can I just Do the tell you? Dance. Can I tell you what Neil said about the potato famine? Yes. <laughs> he said they don't share their potatoes. <laughs> that was his explanation of the potato famine. They don't
0: share their potatoes.
1: No one's sharing their potatoes. Is what they're hoarding potatoes? Oh, okay. potato
2: hoarders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Equal distribution.
1: Can we also talk about the? quote unquote biographer of George Bull, who said he was a math professor I called him Fat Michael K multiple times." <laughs> And I wrote down, Fat Michael Caine wants to stroll on a beach for two with George Bull. Like, what So is, yeah. he is
0: crazy obsessed? We're talking about Professor Desmond McHale, Emeritus Professor of Math at the UCC.
1: Oh, he, he held the same title as him, right? yes oh, like, yeah. He's like, I hold the same title as George Bull, so, like, I'm basically in love with George Bull, so, like, I'm wearing George Bull's Yo, skin.
0: this dude does calculus as a hobby. I wrote I down call bullshit.
2: When, <laughs> I don't believe that when Fat Michael Caine opens book that he <laughs> pretended not to know where it is, <laughs> there are all these stains on the pages, they look like blood.
0: <laughs> yeah, we called him <laughs> Fat Michael Caine a lot. You <laughs> looks like Fat Michael They look like blood. Part. I mean, yeah, it's true. Also, uh, I mentioned Lord David Putnam before, uh, the Lord David, as I like to Wait, call him. Is, is
1: that the head of the university or just some other guy? No,
0: he is Ireland's digital ambassador. No, that's okay? And he's a professor at UCC, but he never even heard of George Bull until <laughs> he came to the university. Okay, that's what
1: I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think George <laughs> Bull's only important in Cork and not literally the anywhere dean. else. The dean! The dean, when he was at Cork in the he 70s. He was like, I didn't know about Cork. Yes. B-. Yes. Can you tell me who invented bricks? Exactly. Uh,
2: I want to know. So uh, in a a line of work, in like, let's say it's digital production, okay? (laughs) One person, I'm speaking coyly here because I may or may not work at a failing company (laughs) that uses digital production stuff. Mm -hmm. They use integers and booleans.
1: Oh. And I've been using Booleans. Booleans, you say? On a
2: daily basis. No kidding. Since oh. I started here. No yeah. way. And I didn't know where it came from. So this has a practical application, much like they say it oh does. My God, you
1: said nothing about that yesterday when I was totally trashing on
2: George Bull. Because I wanted to save it for this
0: beautiful. Hey, <laughs> and, and I appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. So much. Well, Fat Michael
2: Kine. Fat Michael Kine still I stands. Don't know what
0: he's talking about. Um, okay, so let's go through. So we talked about him at school. Let's talk about a little bit of like the splicing in of the current things that um, have come out of this Boolean revolution. Yes, I have a
1: very specific one I'd like to talk about, Please. and it's the scary haunted doll that's also animated. What? Oh, the the you mean f- eye cup? Oh, I cook? I cook. No, okay, here's all the things I wrote about. Why does that guy have a headset on? Why does he look like he's homeless? Why why do they keep saying they have to teach the doll
0: things? Don't teach that doll okay, okay, thing. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So wait, back up, back was, up, back up back up back, up, back up, back up, back up. Okay, so what we're talking about here is they have, one of the talking heads, his name is Dr. Anthony Morris. He works at the Center for Robotics and Neural Systems. He's a doctor? That man is a doctor. There are so many doctors. They basically only got doctors for this I thing. I contest that guy's <laughs> PhD. Like, oh my god. So he works in a robotics lab, like, very clearly. Um, and it's like... <laughs> the. I would
1: say he fucks in too. One of the things too. that, like, <laughs>
0: changes very dramatically... The music pretty much stays the same throughout the whole uh, documentary. But then when they turn to robotics... Things change a little bit, here's what we're talking about. Notice at the start what it sounds like, and then notice what it transitions oh into.
1: And that can do perception and can understand and can reason. Basically no limit to what we can
2: do. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, what is on that it music?
1: It's on and in. Understanding how the human mind works <laughs> and how we make decisions. Mm-hmm. Is now a trillion-dollar industry.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: can Artificial intelligence
2: is the pinnacle of Bull's legacy
1: to the. That is music age. Michael Bay would use. Just,
2: just. <laughs> So people know <laughs> the, the, oh, what we're looking at. Can, yeah. Do you want to describe I, what? I wrote what, down, quote, what you're looking basically at?
1: there's no limit to what we can do. End quote. Cut to the
0: world's scariest doll face that's also alive. It's like the sleepiest, <laughs> most evil robot. Yeah. Why I wrote is that face alive?
2: Weird black mirror robot.
0: <laughs> so but it begs the question though. If they are trying to sell us, uh, in this specific documentary on AI being a great thing that emerged out of Boolean Logic, then why the creepy ass music? Don't
1: sell it to us like that. Why did they pick that guy? I think that's a fair question.
0: He's like, I'm yeah.
1: teaching it. I'm teaching it all kinds of things. And I screamed out loud, stop teaching it anything.
2: It's yeah. gonna kill us. Yeah. And the whole, the scene is like him showing iCub this Mouthless its name E Y E C U B. Oh, yeah.
1: it's like an eye. Yes, we watched it with subtitles. What the fuck? <gasps>
2: Probably because they wanted to name it Eye Robot, but then somebody has to correct them <laughs> and say, "No, no, you don't want that. You don't want. You don't want to name it that." The whole scene, they're like, "Is this a box, or is this a block?" And then it's like box clock clock box box. <laughs> and at the end he's like, oh,
1: I'm using this to teach child psychology, which is truly the outrage of the century. That thing is not a child. Oh, movie. you don't
2: you don't give all your child advice through a robot first before you give it to your child? That's not what you do for your children.
1: Also, they don't explain how bully logic is applied. Well, no, oh, they like, do? It
0: all leads up. This is at the very end of the documentary. This is like, everything has been led up to this point. So you're yeah. like, no, no, this is all working because Black the ones, the zeros. a bl-
1: block or...
2: <laughs> it, it's because silicon chips are made of zeros and ones, yes. and there's a logical conception of the world. So it's but like, why do
1: I have to see that robot? You
2: don't. But like, you, you're, to your point, you don't. You, <laughs> you should not have to see a mouthless robot. It doesn't have with a mouth. and its eyes, eye. move,
1: but it has eyelids
0: on the bottom parts of the eyes, not the top. Oh yeah. At least yeah, give it a mouth, I guess. Uh, but yeah. I, I, like, there's a in the most recent season of Silicon Valley, if you're watching, um, they have this AI robot whose name is Fiona, and she. <laughs> is an actual integral character in the series is pretty fantastic she is able i don't know if this is actually true but i believe it to be true she on her own hails a cab and gets into the cab and then goes to like the pied piper Duh. offices and it looks the i don't know if this is on purpose but the face of fiona which is a very humanistic face looks like rachel bloom from uh, probably is girlfriend. Girlfriend. i bet you it is her No, it's a real-ass robot. Really? Yeah, you should watch it. Everyone should watch it. It's great. But also, I want to know, like, quick, very quick thoughts on the robot apocalypse.
2: Oh, oh, she's got plenty. That's, so that's, that's, that's got your lots wheelhouse. lots of
0: thoughts. It's like Reader's Digest. Readers. It depends what kind of robot apocalypse we're talking
1: about. This AI, talking, like this, this guy, I I robot or fucking I come, I come, I would kill myself. No.
2: Spoiler alert, she kills herself. <laughs> <Ever>. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's true. Honestly, no. Not When we all first time. started dating, because, like, I, was, yeah, I was like, well, no, don't kill me. No, how could you say thing. that? And
2: now it's like, I, I know here's you're going to kill thing. yourself.
1: Zombie apocalypse, I will kill myself because I think that's the nice thing to do. Then I won't turn into a zombie and kill my friends. You're being good to I'm being good hearted. Yeah. Like if it was the robots from like Interstellar, I'd be on board with that. But this is an actual that's like Annabelle. That's a doll that is alive. By a satanic magic. Yeah. At this point
0: in the documentary, I wrote all in caps, "Icub must be destroyed." <laughs> so we know how you feel, Neil. <laughs>
2: Um, I think Anna, uh, Annabelle. Uh, I think
1: <laughs> right. That's what I'm I think, saying.
2: I think Icub is super cute and <laughs> if,
1: You were very disturbed by Icub.
2: Yeah, I I was. I I'm trying to play like I wasn't disturbed, but it, it honestly terrified me greatly. So robot apocalypse. Um, it's it's impending. Mm-hmm. It's probably happening.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm on board with the robot apocalypse. It's fine okay cool so we're all fine with it cool yeah. because I, there's no way to I'd rather it. have robots than zombies for sure I, I
2: won't yeah. kill myself
1: no I, w- I won't kill myself well maybe if it's eye cubs everywhere
2: <laughs> I would try to like poke its eyes out can you
1: imagine Dr. like Jekyll or whatever the fuck his name is like controlling all the eye cubs in the world what's that guy's name Dr. Jekyll this, this eye cub oh uh,
0: his name is Dr. Anthony Morse sure
1: Mm-hmm. Doctor Anthony, Moore.
0: get at him. Um, yeah. He also like I love in the interesting with him. He's just time. like very casually holding dog toys. <laughs> there's no explanation. Was, was
2: for it, it a box and was it a block?
0: No, it was like squeezies. It was oh, little yeah. squeezies. He has his. a headset on the entire time. <laughs> Wait, well, he got to know if he's getting a call.
2: He's, yeah, he's talking to his overlord.
0: <laughs> okay, let's shift gears. For but a little that's bit. the only practical application. Because there, there's one thing that I know y'all have a fucking opinion oh, about, we, and we, I do we have too. Many opinions, and it is called religion. And it is called Oh how he tried to prove God? Yep. This is the trajectory, right? (laughs) It's kind of weird, so just like roll with it. Dude, he's Irish Catholic, Um, like
1: what did you expect? So it's
0: like height of the potato famine, right? Two-fifths of the population is just gone. Over one million people died. That's a weird Um, thing to think about. So, Boole was like, okay, WTF is going on. And he started looking into why the famine was happening. And then he also looked into different languages as a way to look for patterns, as a way to look for patterns in the potato famine. And then he also tried to prove the existence of God. And then Mm -hmm. they just kind of went like, with the car and, like, turned it sharp right. And they were like, let's talk about God. And he was, like, super religious, but he... In a time of very strong Irish Catholicism, was very non-denominational, and was tr- it was like a, he was a monotheist. He was like, no, there's one God, and I'm gonna like prove it. Yeah. So it was like a little weird. He was Catholic though? I think like you know by birth probably.
2: I wrote down. Boole starts applying logic to religion. That's some bad potatoes. <laughs>
1: Good call on you. <laughs> I feel like a lot of scientists around this time were doing just that. I feel like that n- could not have been like uncommon. Like yeah. Darwin, like explored religion through his science. Like a lot of scientists explored their religion through their science. Yeah. So I feel like I'm not surprised. Right.
2: by that. Right, there's like B. F. Skinner and behaviorism right. in the right. social in the social sciences. So right. a, and that's what effectively bastardized the social sciences for a great many years until it came back to like more psychological theories. So it's like it's just it's bad potatoes.
0: But comment. So, no? yeah. <laughs> I feel like you're going to write <laughs> a self-help potatoes. book called Bad Potatoes. Bad, potato. bad Potatoes.
2: <laughs> the bull story.
0: Bad Potatoes in the non-existence of God by <laughs> Neil Not. <and laughs> <on. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um, and when you're watching this documentary, right, they do kind of, like, little teasers about the kind of voices you hear throughout the documentary, and it's, like, very nerdy dudes that are like, yeah, this guy's totally professor and such and such, and then you get to a guy who's a priest. Oh, my God, I love that guy. Yes. And you're, the like... The actual Ooh. priest, the real-life priest. The real-life yeah, priest whose name, he's a, uh, where is he? A Dr. Mark Hocknell.
1: Can I just say that Dr. Mark Hocknell was the only one in this documentary who seemed to have any objective truth? Ironically enough, the priest, because huh. everyone else was like literally jerking off to George Bull, and he was like, "Yeah, he was like, he was a good guy, you know. <laughs> he was just like very middle of the road, <laughs> super logical. I was like, yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's not like totally what the Bible's about, but I can yeah,
2: see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like yeah. so reasonable. That's
0: true." And also, I would vote worst teeth of the whole documentary. Definitely. Oh,
2: easily. He elite. had some bad nashes.
0: Yes. Is that how you, bad nashes? nashes.
2: Some Bad nashes. I don't mm-hmm. want to see them nashes.
0: <laughs> and he's a doctor. Yeah, well. He's got his doctorate in God. Theology. That That too. <laughs> That's what Dr. MLK did, too. Mm-hmm. That's where he went for BU. It's where he got his, his doctor. doctor.
2: That's right, Dr. Martin.
0: Don't forget, Boston University. Go check it out. It's all over the campus. Go right, Terriers. Gina Davis. Gina Davis. <laughs> right next to the Julia Gina Davis Moore, Memorial. Terriers. Dr. Martin Luther, Gina Davis, King Jr.
2: Pee Wee Herman. What's
0: <laughs> <laughs> B.C. Sucks. It is kind of refreshing to have a little bit of religion in this, like, holy math-centric thing.
2: It was very dorky and logical, and it was it was interesting to have religion, but not to take you off the religion topic. No. but I think some of the most scandalous, juicy. The last
1: ten things, minutes, they drop a yeah, bomb I, on you. Sidebar:
2: Mary Everest. Okay, yeah. Uncle, that's,
0: I was going to transition okay, to that. Please, that's okay. what I was talking about. We yeah. talked about talk Mary Everest. About his, like yes, let's talk about. Mrs. Mary Everest Bull. Mary Everest Bull was the wife of George Bull. They show a picture of her with her eyes straight up rolling into the back of her one head. One time, one
1: picture. One and that's picture
2: of that good <laughs> 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 They
0: didn't have a shitload of kids.
2: They had they five, had five kids. daughters.
1: Who five. all were professors yeah, of math. All in oh, math. Nerds.
2: And the grandson is a scientist. His great grandson is oh, a scientist. Was in the doc- oh, in yeah, the documentary, yeah. you're
0: talking about. Wait, I got him. Wait, I got but him. What you're trying
1: to get to is, she was the daughter of
0: the man who named Everest. Yes. The mountain. Yeah. Yes. So you're talking about Dr. Jeffrey Hinton, distinguished researcher at Google.
2: So George <laughs> Boole marries Mary Everest. Yes. Uncle of the man who niece. named
0: niece.
2: She's the niece. The man who named Everest. Mount Everest is yeah. his uncle. Her.
0: She, her uncle is Mount Everest. That's yeah, right. she <laughs> is the daughter of Mount Everest. The mountain gave birth
2: to a daughter. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, to, 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 they there was like a mountain, and then the mountain had a, a brother mountain, and the brother mountain yeah, had she's Mary the niece Everest. of Mount Everest. Yes. Got yeah. it. Yes.
2: Cool. Glad yes. we figured that out. And also, the kids... Where the fuck did they meet? Where the fuck did they I want to know so many, so many things kids? about Kids. When did they get I married?
1: I want to know where they meet. No it.
0: information. Okay. okay, so I have the wiki up as a good podcaster yes. show. Boulas. So, George Bull. Tutored her. Oh. Whoa. That is a juicy detail they like.
1: Yeah. Hey. So you know okay, I'm okay. knocking points for content because that is important. Yeah, you
2: yeah. <laughs> that's a good call. Exactly. You yes. bring up that this was the thing about religion, that you know, it's yes. a logical ass documentary, and then all of a sudden they bring up this juicy religious part. Mm-hmm. And that's where this Mary Everest thing came in. It's uh it's kind of crazy that this documentary choice is to make it completely logical completely sterile and then they drop <laughs> the last
1: this, 10 minutes
2: last 10 minutes it just gets juicy here's all the fucked up shit that happened in his life. he marries mary uncle of mount everest no niece <laughs> niece. niece damn it <laughs> so close they're all uncles yes everyone's an uncle. everybody's an uncle <laughs> in some way no
0: no you're an uncle we can cry uncle i'm not a fucking uncle
2: you could be an uncle
1: my sister doesn't have any kids
2: well, you would still be an uncle. Listen, nope. let's just get to the point. Okay. <laughs> you, you take the smart. reins here.
0: Okay, so listen. Here's what happened. What happened? Okay, though. so, like, listen. Even the smartest motherfucker out there can die from catching a cold. Um, And this specific smart motherfucker, George Bull, right, walked right. two miles... In November, in the freezing rain, uh, in Cork, to go teach classes, taught all day long in wet-ass clothes, walked home in the freezing cold, and, surprise, surprise, caught pneumonia. And then, whilst having a pneumonia, uh, his wife was taking care of him, but she was hella into homeopathic medicine and, like, natural healing. And so... While he was in bed, she wrapped him up in freezing Mm -hmm. cold sheets and kept the blankets wet on purpose in the dead of winter in Ireland. Dude, that sounds like murder. It is murder. but she, she was doing it with the
1: best of intentions. I don't believe that she hastened
2: that. his demise. Uh, yeah,
1: yes. I think I think she intentionally hastened his demise and then like feigned like I'm just a woman. You think she's just like oh I'm just like a witch doctor? She's like I don't even know. Like I meet mean, him and see because I'm so stupid. But she <laughs> totally know. <laughs> yeah, 100%. That's what I would have done if I wanted to kill my husband and he came home from a full day of walking in freezing rain. I'd be like, baby, getting his ice bath. Like, yeah,
2: of course. I'm I'm terrified. <laughs>
1: I'm <laughs> just saying. For the listeners
2: at home, just know that she's incredibly to herself <laughs> and, and you've all <laughs> borne witness so don't get to any this. ice
1: baths no fucking right re- like reasonable no, you're person.
0: not you're not uh tom brady you're not pele don't get in an ice bath i'm oh, sorry no. those are the only athletes i could think of right oh. now
2: i thought you meant pele like uh like hawaii which would be the opposite of a.
0: no i'm the soccer player Got it. wait there's play. a pele hawaii
2: yeah that's the volcano uh that's the lava is going was he
0: named town. after it i don't know yep Huh?
2: No. no okay.
1: No, um, no, that's
2: a lie. He's, I'm sorry. he's
0: from Boisil.
1: Yeah, those are two totally
2: <laughs> different countries.
0: Cool. 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 Tight. Um. So yeah, so she basically killed him at Don't age you feel 49. it like was intentional? Um, no, I really think like people who practice homeopathic medicine truly believe Dude, in even the in the Middle powers. Ages
1: they warmed you up when you got in the rain. Like no, fucking she was way. on some
0: new age shit. Like what no, new age shit? Murder. Like, listen, there is new age shit that comes out all of the time, and then through practicing and and through time we realize, oh, this is bullshit. Like no one should like do this. Okay. Yes. Yeah, but I no, like do like that. like raw water. Is a perfect example. That's a good point. But nobody put
1: somebody who had been in the ice cold rain in more ice. Isn't that's that not, just logical? That's not a thing well,
2: that happened. L- but
0: she wasn't the logic person. Why didn't he agree to that? Yeah,
2: I don't know. She, He should have married a logical person. <laughs> he should have gotten a one for his zero. Oh.
0: Wait, can we just get back to that really great Hallmark card that you just came up Thank with? You. yeah. Yo, if anybody wants to buy that, they can buy that off of Neil.
2: Yeah, guys, go to docunope.com <laughs> forward slash Neil. Forward slash Neil Shirts <laughs>
0: uh, uh, uh. Wait there's a Not a backslash?
2: Nope forward slash We're doing new things
0: <laughs> New age Homeopathic oh, yeah. Homeopathic URLs oh. What well, can I
2: say I work for a oh, family this sounds, company This sounds
0: like We're doing pattern game In an improv show
2: <laughs> 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 Yes and
0: Honestly that was The
1: last thing I wrote down Was Jesus Christ they, She killed him
0: Oh, Jesus Christ She killed yeah. him Really? Okay Let's get to uh, No pun intended The nuts and bolts Um, let's get to the the evaluation. Um, the categories that we have on the docket are content, like overall content, the content of George Bull and what he has done for society. No, no, the content of this documentary about George Bull. Yes. What is it out of? What's my scale? I mean, it's just sort of like a like yay or nay, like how we feel about. It. There's no real like numbers. Okay. Oh, it's like
2: Montessori school. This is cool. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's more like like how how general thoughts.
2: Is it general thoughts about George Bull? No, the, about the, the
0: content. The content of, of the, the subject matter.
2: Honestly, I had no idea about George Bull, and I feel like they showcased his his whole life uh, pretty well mm-hmm. and like linearly. Um, there was a couple unexplained questions at the end about his wife. and uh, his They should
0: wife. have a whole documentary about that.
2: I would love. Tell me about the Everest family. Yeah, love to see Ooh. that. Right? Wow. Yeah. yeah. I would like to watch that documentary.
1: It's like a solid middle of the road for me, this, do- this like, content. Like, I learned sort of about George Boole, not really, more about his, like, haircut and weird robot scientists, and then, like, not at all about his family, and I have no idea what the fuck that guy with the
2: gate theory was talking Like, I don't know. I don't even know. Yeah, they, they don't really go into Boolean The science, logic. yeah. The they, science they of they it is do, not explained. But maybe it just went over my head.
0: No, some of it was pretty dense, yeah. I will say that. I think they did their, Jeremy Irons, I should say, did his best oh. in trying to make that. Jeremy, right I mean, then. if this is a
1: Jeremy Irons rating, then, like, the out 10. 10, Irons, 10 out of 10. Yeah, let's get right into the narration. Jeremy Irons, 10 out of 10.
0: And I really do want to ask a, a little bit more in depth, like, how do we get this man in got Like, I how do we get him onto a, a a song? Maybe he got, I mean, he could get on, like, a Lonely Island what, track what or is something. What is he missing now?
2: He's missing a Grammy? Yeah grammy um he could sing a song about george bull
0: that's true in his castle i bet they have great acoustics in there. i feel like he should just re-record the song he
1: sang a scar on the lion king re-release it like
0: oh god jeremy irons he's like and he's like a real actor like, of the british third home. yes
1: isn't he a member of the british order
0: yeah um Sir jeremy. good i i'm just gonna say yes i don't feel like looking it up yep. um he also he's a member of the Cannes film festival uh the jury in 2000 And on one night, uh, when he confessed to Pat Kenny on Irish TV, The Late Late Show, in 1970, he said that one of his guilty pleasures was sifting through dumpsters in search of discarded quote-unquote treasures. In 1970, he said he this? He
2: said this in 1970. How old is Jeremy Irons? Um, pretty old, I would say. 400. He lives in the murder castle. He goes <laughs> dumpster diving.
0: Um, is he married?
2: He's for us. Yeah,
0: he's married. He got, he was married really early on and then, like, got it annulled, like, within months. He's married to Sinead Cusack. And wait, what was the question about? How old him? Is oh, your man? he is sixty-nine. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Fucking okay. hey. Nice. He dude. sounds great. Yeah, he's great. He's honestly like a not a bad-looking dude. And he's like really into motorcycles and stuff. Mm. Oh. So yeah, he's like he's really great. But anyway, okay. So that's the narrator. Obviously, uh, two thumbs yeah. way up. Yep. Um, the the uh, talking heads, the um experts on the matter, and collectively.
2: They, they Seven.
0: Were, <laughs> like, super white. We could agree on just, like, the whitest. Universally white. universally white There
2: was no yeah. persons of color. White and male. White men. Cis, but white, you know, male. You know what? Biased. As, as a brown man, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I will say that I give these guys... Uh, I, I like them. I, I feel like they don't... Some are more weird. Na- nature has not been kind to them. No, that's true. In terms of their appearances, but they seem very smart. And no, they seem, not all yeah. of them seem smart. Okay, a lot of them seem like they're just fame hoary. But some of them seem smart, and, um...
1: The priest dragged the average up, I would say. Yeah. Without that priest to give a little bit of, like, reality check. It's so
0: weird when the priest is the spiciest of the bunch. I know.
1: The robot guy gave me grave concern. <laughs> yeah, I, also, I want to report that man to child Also services. the goatee
2: rapist at the Coder do Goatee that's,
1: rapist, sperm yeah. scientist. I didn't even write him
0: down. Fat Michael Caine. Sperm like,
2: scientist is Emmanuel Pellucci, and he is a gem.
0: Oh, he is a gem. I love his accent. It's um, so, like, nondescript European. It's like that Nick Kroll character that's like, Yes, well, this is European. We're going to have one cigarette to a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he's Italian. He yeah, yeah.
2: Emanuele. Yeah. Bellucci.
0: Yes. Um, It's like five doctors they had on board. Five doctors, one lord, and one professor, and then some guy named Rory, an American at Intel. (laughs) Rory! Rory! I just, I don't know. I don't... (laughs) Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll
2: go with you on seven. I think seven is good.
0: Okay. So, the reenactors, we have, like, Bullman, just so many blank stares. That's it, it's just Bull. Bullman, and his dad... Not his
2: dad, remember? The hammer.
1: Oh, his dad was ace. His dad deserved an Oscar. Bullman was fine. His hairstylist should be executed.
0: So, it's so weird, um, because when you go on Amazon, right, and you look up, like, the actors that are credited, it has... Um, Jeremy Irons and then it has this weird woman I think her name is Jean Law and she I was like where the fuck did this woman come from? She plays one of the waltzing women in the waltzing scene. No stop it there's no waltzing scene. There is a waltzing scene when with he's all, mixing with all it the, up. Yeah when he's mixing up with like the 120 High like, oh. Society. Yeah but she's credited and it's like she's the only one that is like properly credited in this oh. thing. Isn't what? that bizarre? Jean Wait who Law. plays
1: George Poole?
0: Uh, ooh, really good ooh. question. I did not write it down because I did not think he was interested. Herbert St Clair. Yeah, probably something stupid. Um, so it's like a a, a cool four, Her- and <laughs> that's
2: ten. Herbert scale. Everest. Herbert... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, what? I give the reenactors, I give the dad an Oscar, and George Boole, like... I'm, a Razzie? I want to chop his head off because of his haircut. <laughs> I want to give him a buzz cut. Well, I
0: want to give him a Razzie because he did not show any amount of emotion. But no emotion, maximum eye contact is weird as fuck. But yeah. he
2: wasn't emotional. They don't go into Boole's emotions, they, they go into his logic. The, I don't... He, I don't hear anything about devastation in these tales. No, no. No, he was offered a position as a student at Cambridge, turned it down. You know, he had to he be the sole bringer. He, he couldn't afford it, but was he. was he upset? I don't know.
1: That's no? what we're saying, you don't know. That's I don't point. know.
2: So he wasn't emotional.
1: Well, no, you just don't know if he
0: was emotional.
2: By the logic of the things that I've been told, <laughs> okay, well, I believe he was not emotional.
0: <laughs> okay, so. Case closed. <laughs> budget. Budget and quality. I would Pretty say, yeah. I, I want to say that they really got so lucky because most of the reenactments they were filming were at the University College of Cork, which has been around literally since, you know, this 18th century. And so they saved a ton of money on location. Yeah. I'm sure that, like... Creamsicle Dean gave them that for free. It was oh, was just my like, God. yeah, definitely Cream Wait, shoot can all somebody bull stuff. somebody, please have the rapper named Creamsicle Dean? <laughs>
2: uh, Creamsicle Dean is a good rap name. That's my rap name. Oh. That's a good rap name.
0: That, that's the name of our group. Yeah, oh, you know what is also a really good name that um this guy who this, I know this is like too time sensitive for this podcast. It's going to like really time stamp it. But there was a guy who was running for governor in uh, West Virginia whose name was Don Blankenship. Oh, yeah. oh yes. Oh, we, we know, know Don all Blankenship. Don and Blankenship. do you know his nickname for Mitch McConnell? Neck? No. Oh, no. Cocaine Mitch.
2: Oh, that's right. Cocaine Mitch. That's right.
1: <laughs> I would like you guys to call me Cocaine Mitch. Yeah. Right yeah, I think I will. That's my nickname.
2: You strike me as a Cocaine Mitch.
1: I am. Hi, nice to meet you. Hi, cocaine cocaine Mitch. Mitch.
2: In fact, immediately before recording this very podcast, we just laid out a whole bunch of lines of cocaine and just blasted it, baby. You know, All three Mitch. of us. <laughs>
1: cocaine Mitch cannot help
2: herself.
0: Yep. (laughs) Nate, my boyfriend, thinks that is just, like, the coolest nickname. I agree For, like, the least cool person. Yes, I would love that nickname because you'd look and be like, what? But then you think that it's for Mitch McConnell and you're like, he is a turtle man. He He is is not deserving. Yeah,
2: I've been living for the last two years calling him Mitch the bitch, but (laughs) cocaine Cocaine Mitch Mitch. works. Very good.
0: You know, that's, like, less apropos. Mitch the bitch, way more apropos.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Moving on to music, which...
2: Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Thoughts. Michael Bay produced this film.
2: I I, I wrote down <laughs> this had an Alexandre Desplat
0: <laughs> wow. quality. To Wait, it. that's way too smart for this podcast. Dumb it okay. down a little bit. I thought
2: it had um a, a great French composer's touch to the music. It was beautiful. It it was almost like that um, the same music that they play in that in the Danish Girl. It's kind of the same oh, sort of wow. vibe. Oh wow! Sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that.
1: I didn't notice the music until the doll part, and then I was like, "Why is this Transformers?"
0: That is exactly my thought. Yeah. It was. It was so slow and unassuming, and then just took a super ominous turn. The
1: satanic doll deserves her own music. Woof goof. When
2: the when the credits started rolling, I saw that some of it came from Pond Five, <laughs> which is like a, it's like an online repository for free. Music that oh, it's not music. Could, exactly. Yeah. So maybe it's composers had uploaded music and they had gotten it with some sort of license or whatever. Ew. So it was, it was good quality.
0: Um, directing choices. So just uh, to brief background before I hear your thoughts, it was directed by a guy named Stephen Mazalis who directs mostly these type of like nerdy, made-for-TV documentaries, but also has a very early IMDb credit for research on the British version of What Not to Wear.
2: Oh. <gasps> you gotta get Stephen Mazzalos on the podcast.
1: <laughs> How do we get Stephen
2: Mazzalos? I don't know. He,
0: he did an okay job. He like just researched What Not to Wear? I, I guess, but I, I mean, I think, I would like to think that it was his choice to do the black and white imagery for the flashback scenes.
2: Oh, Yeah. Stephen Mazalas, give us a call. 1-800-DOC-NOPE!
1: I just, I can't give him full points because that whole last ten minutes of, like, condensed biography of, like, marrying a famous woman and then she murders you and also all your kids are famous, like, no. You have to integrate that better. But the rest of it was great.
2: But isn't that the most biblical arc of them all?
0: (laughs) Okay, so snooze factor. Because, you know, this, this, I almost called this podcast snooze factor, but I didn't want to give off the wrong impression. Oh, yeah. uh, although, like, I, would, I, I think most of us watch these to go to sleep or to put mm-hmm. us in a, a calm, relaxed mood. So what, what would y'all say about the snooze factor for the genius of George Boole?
2: I, I felt lulled until I started seeing rapists on my screen. And uh, oh,
0: you, you the mean Coder the Coder Dojo?
2: Coder Dojo. <laughs> Coder Dojo. I Stranger was just like, danger. children, no, actually, to be honest, all right, there are a couple scares. I'm gonna try to go linearly. Scares. There are a couple little couple freakouts um, uh, within the first five minutes, Dr. Emmanuel Pellucci looks Super into docu- the webcam on his computer and it's all like green, like night vision goggle effect over him. Oh. While yeah, it's how they do the introductory Super shot. Way. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah the establishing shot. And I just wrote, don't do that, Emmanuel Pellucci. <laughs> Don't do that.
1: There was also, like, undated, a very slow cut of one drop of ink dropping from the fountain pen into, like, wherever it was going, but it lasted, like, 15 seconds. Like, it was the longest. It was just, like, drop, boo.
2: (laughs) Did it it lull you or did it freak you out? It lulled me. Okay, yeah, there's some lully moments, but a couple scares.
0: Yeah, I would say, um, on the whole... And this is me being as fair and objective as possible. I would say the snooze factor was relatively high, since it is such a dense subject. Yeah. But once you, if you really, like, paid attention to it, if you sought to see this during the day, during the waking hours, it is a pretty interesting thing, and Jeremy Irons totally sells it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Jeremy Irons is the best thing about this. Absolutely, 100%. And finally, did we learn anything? Not really. Oh, come on. Uh, I mean,
1: I learned kind of who George Bull was, but not what he did, or anything about his death. What the fuck?
2: Yeah, I think there are more questions that we leave with, but I I feel like I've learned quite a bit of biographical information about George Bull. In terms of, like, his I learned a lot about theories? how County
1: Cork celebrates George Bull. That'd be the number yeah. one thing I learned is yeah. how they celebrate George by, Bull
2: by putting a, him in a um in a stained glass window with all his math teachers, oh, Archimedes, yikes. and, yeah, that was weird. and mm. all those people from the great beyond. That yeah, for him.
0: That was a question I had: is like if you if you were to have a stained glass memorial made in your honor, where would you want it to be? Oh.
2: Oh, As a representative
0: a of your of life. Gracious.
2: Great question. I would put it in a graveyard. Marsh Chapel. Okay. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> Marsh <laughs> Chapel is at, do you want to go No, no, it? no, you go ahead. Okay, It's at BU at Boston University.
0: The church at BU.
2: The church at BU. So it's like a church within a Which church. Which is really. where
0: Dr. Martin Luther
2: King wow oh. That's right. And Gina Davis, baby. <laughs> wee Herman.
0: So you would want it to be where?
2: In a mausoleum, like a graveyard. Where, okay. it, like, maybe, like, the Greenwood Cemetery. And people would come in there and be like, who the fuck is this? And it would be like a spooky relief of me. Yeah.
0: Where, would, where would you want yours to be? Um, really good question. I think I would want it to be in a place where all my haters can see it. Oh, wow. I <laughs> love that. Spicy. I like that. So maybe somewhere. Pace Yeah, I would want it to be like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe somewhere like near a Ku Klux Klan oh, meeting. Oh, Jesus. Because I'm a big fat Jew. I don't know. Okay. Or maybe, like, in space. Not
1: the Nazi meeting? You pick the Klu Klux Klu Klu Klu
0: Klu 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 Klan mm-hmm. meeting? Um, yeah, like, one of them. Okay. Maybe I'll have little stained glass memorials all over the place. Oh. Really spread the love. I like that. Like a cup. Yeah, I would, like, I really want my memorial to serve a block. as, like, a cup or a block. Did you say box? <laughs> or block? <laughs>
2: block. Box. Block. <laughs> box. 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 <laughs>
0: box. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I just want my memorial to serve as, like, a big fuck you. To Great.
1: You I like that. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah.
2: At your funeral. Thank, Thank you. Cup. I, I cup... Hungry.
0: You know what? I, I do, this is super morbid to say in like the very first episode of this podcast, but I do. If I die unexpectedly, I want my friends to make a documentary about me. Great. So this is
2: you this heard list. that doc? You <laughs> call yeah, in. So we're gonna
0: get to narrate it. Jeremy Irons, <gasps>
2: Stephen Mazzelius. <laughs> Stephen
0: Mazzelius is gonna direct it. Easy. Oh my Google. Easy. Okay. So really quick, like, would you recommend to watch to anyone?
1: Sure. Yeah. Medium recommend. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Medium. I mean, listen, considering the category of films that we are talking about here, they're not going to be the most desirable. (laughs) some real
1: gems in this category i beg to differ i think there are some real gems in here well this is
0: why you are my co-host because you co-host because you see the value in them but it's like it's not as cool as like the rachel dolezal documentary or like some of the cooler ones
2: (sighs) out there
1: i think there are some like ambiently educational documentaries that have more pizzazz than this
2: Mm. well okay I will say there. So, it depends on like what you want to watch this documentary for. If you want to, if you want to fall asleep. Yeah, this is a great choice. It's a it's a great choice, but yeah. it, it also has good production quality. Like it's not janky. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's it's kind of like in the middle. No, it's but not ancient
1: aliens, but it would be on the History Channel. You know right. what I mean? Right. Yeah. Or
0: on Ireland's PBS
2: RT. <laughs> Sister channel to RT Russian.
0: No. Programming.
2: No. That's false. right. Fake news. True news.
0: Well, news. Okay, so uh, I think that about does it for the genius of George Bull. Boom. We did it. We done did it. Um, this has been the absolute number one first episode of Docu Nope. Number one. Um, hopefully there will be more to come. I'm going to try to put these out as regularly as possible. Yeah. Um, so, again, big thanks to all the fine folks that are here in total two. Uh, Senior Neil Anand, Tonka.
2: Thank you for having me. See? Honestly, it's been a pleasure.
0: And Christina Anand, Tonka. See you next time. See you next time. And this has been J'Girl, Dory Greenberg, signing off and reminding you.
2: Merch coming soon. (laughs)